This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about all the greatness, wonderful, joyous things of Aikido. Uh, I'm Christopher Hine, and uh, I am the head instructor at Aikido of Fresno. With me today is Joshua Tiki, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, uh, third Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. Yeah. If there's a bunch of coughs and raspy voice, we we uh, forgive us, please. We've been uh, the plague sick this weekend. Yeah, we got the we got the plague. Whatever it's this thing is, it's not the flu. It's the plague. Yeah, it's the plague. <laughs> the other it's, thing. It's murdering us. So, um, Chris had a really awesome podcast topic idea. I thought it was great, mostly because I didn't quite understand what he was talking about. <laughs> which it's great, right? It must be good because then I can go, oh, what does that mean? An instant conversation. So. Um, the, the question posed in this podcast will be, is Aikido a complete martial arts system? Yeah. And, and Josh asked what that meant. And, uh, the first time I ever came across someone using that was in an old, uh, Aikido journal episode. I believe it was an episode issue with, um, Don and Jay, I think it was. And they were talking to him about whether it was a complete, um, martial art, um, or not. And, and the concept being that if you study this martial art, is that all you need to know about defending you, yourself? Is that is it all included? You know, could you completely defend yourself with this martial arts system? And so uh, uh, I think right now it's a really topical issue. You know, is Aikido a complete martial art and what does that mean? And that's opposed to dabbling in this or that or whatever to get everything that you might need to... Uh, protect yourself right, right. Uh, and, and you know so this is a real I, I honestly I, I really hate this question and when I hear people say this now I really hate it um, which is kind of why I wanted to talk about it. I hear people say like oh so is it complete I hear that all the time it's a really stupid question because uh, I can I can point out a martial art that's totally complete and not complete uh, exactly the same time so boxing I think a lot of people would say is not a complete martial art because uh, it only talks about defending yourself with your fists uh, standing up um, against someone else who's only using their fists standing up. So clearly you're going to need other skills to defend yourself in life. Um, however, it's also a 100% complete martial art because for the sport of boxing, it is totally complete. All the things you need to box in a boxing ring are included in boxing. So it is also a complete martial art. Could you defend yourself outside of the ring with boxing? Arguably, maybe if you're a really good boxer, maybe you could shut everyone down and never you need to use anything besides boxing. Um, but inside a ring, you certainly can completely defend yourself and offend the other person with boxing. So um. I, I see uh, quickly uh, how problematic <laughs> yes. this whole concept is. Because you think of something like MMA, um, which most people would think is a fairly complete system. Sure, of or course. If not completely um, I bet right uh, now a totally lot of complete. a lot of people looking at martial arts go MMA is totally complete. Right, right. Ground, stand up, grappling, striking. Right. And then I say uh, I have a knife, a gun, a baseball right. bat. Zero training for uh, that. I have my four friends. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, and then it I need to hide becomes... in the woods for forty five minutes. Right. I need right. to move in this area quietly. Right. I need to defend myself in the dark. I need to fight in a tight alleyway. I need to, you know, like, and so, and what MMA people say to gloss over this is like, yeah, but look, the kind of training I'm getting in MMA really is the best. And so, like, no one can train for those situations. So, because no one can train for those situations, because what I'm doing is the best, then it's going to take care of those situations. It's like, 
No, there are lots of ways to train for those various situations. Uh, that's why, say, uh, the Army Rangers don't just spend all their time doing MMA and going, mm -hmm. oh, I mean, there's no way to train for when people are shooting bullets at you because uh, so because I train in MMA, it's the best thing. Uh, well, the bullet thing is just we get lucky or not. But I train in MMA the best thing. <laughs> the bullet thing. You just get lucky. <laughs> right, you just get lucky. Yeah, or not. I like Just it. don't get shot. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I suppose the... Um, See, all of this, and this is where we get into problems when we talk about martial arts a lot of times, especially when that uh, discussion is happening online in a sort of uh, vacuum, um, is people won't put their boundaries on their, their, their thing. You know, right. They won't put their – Right. And that's what you have to do in order to answer this question. So you know, if we're going to say, is Aikido a complete martial art, um, what are our boundaries? Right, and and at the, and you have to do that for anything. Um, let's say for Aikido, um, I mean, what would your what would your boundaries be? If let let's say you we are since we are discussing whether or not it is a complete martial art, what are your boundaries for the discussion that we are having right now? Okay, so my boundaries for personal self defense. So I'll just tell you what I think. What makes me feel comfortable waking up in the morning and being like, okay, I have this set of skills, right? Um, you have to have fundamental weapon knowledge. You have to have fundamental situ situational awareness. Check and check. You have to be able to uh, defend yourself uh, on the ground, defend yourself standing, defend yourself in areas of high struggle, defend yourself against multiple attackers, uh, defend yourself uh, in a variety of odd environments, right? So meaning you need to have concepts of how you would struggle in the water, what are the advantages, disadvantages, could you fight in a car, could you do all this? You know, and so like we're talking about like say, for me, because I'm a regular old civilian, uh, driving my car to work on a daily basis, hanging out in life, and, and walking in a basically uh, controlled environment most of the time, you know, like I don't, I don't do a lot of crazy stuff on the outsides of society or something. So um, those are the kinds of rudimentary skills. I mean, I don't know how complete that list is. I just shot some off real quick. Yeah. But like that's the kind of stuff I would look at uh, to be able to completely defend myself. So in that statement – there were several things that I don't think are necessarily covered in uh, Aikido. Sure. So we would be saying then that it is not a complete system. Sure. I mean, I would say, you know, if you ask me, I'm an Aikido teacher. I'm also a person who's personally very interested in self-defense, the ability to take care of myself in a, in a large variety of situations. Um, Aikido is not all you need to know. Absolutely not all you need to know. But it's better than most other things. Yeah, I, I had this question. I mean, I, I, I really think it's pretty great. If you include live training, I mean, the big thing, and we just put out an article uh, yesterday about um, the, the big problem, and, and you've got to have live training. If you include live training in Aikido, if you have a live training practice, I think Aikido is one of the better martial arts it, for this. It, yeah. Yeah, so I was going to actually <clears throat> ask you this question, Chris, off air, but since we're here, well, I guess I'll ask it now. Um, so, you know, you – I'm in your classes, <laughs> so you teach Aikido, and you know you feel like, and I feel like too, it does a pretty damn good job of teaching us skills to defend ourselves. Um, but you also teach a self-defense class where you teach a little bit of each different kind of skill to have us be well-rounded. So you teach striking, wrestling, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, so 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 saying that Aikido is good for self-defense and then having a self-defense class that covers all of these different things, how do you reconcile those two ideas? I mean, I have an idea of, you know, what you think about that, but 
how would you explain that to someone that came in and said, hey, you're saying that Aikido is good for self-defense, but then your self-defense class isn't necessarily an Aikido class. It's all these other things. How do you make sense of that? Yeah, so, um, you know, martial arts systems focus on a, an area. All martial arts systems do this, and you have to because if you don't focus on an area, your system becomes unwieldy really, really fast, um, meaning that, you know, when someone new comes in, Already with Aikido, I feel it's a very large system. It's like, shit, I've got a lot to teach these people, um, and it's hard to get through the material. Um, you know, even someone studies in a year, I expect them to have seen everything we're studying at least a few times in a year. Um, and there's no way they're going to gain proficiency if they can't see them several different times. So um, having a system that just includes everything, and I mean, if I, I gave you a list of everything, it would be huge. Uh, I don't know if I could possibly make a list of everything, but um, you know, if you we're gonna throw everything in a martial arts system, it's impossible to get an understanding of it. And and also, no one's gonna be able to do that. No, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just it would be in it would, well, you're you would be a person who studies everything. Therefore, you would be some sort of professional mercenary. Right. Type, you know, right. I mean, I mean, you would be spending all of your time learning these that skills. That would be a full-time job. Yeah, that would be a full-time job. And like I said, you know, even when you asked me, you know, what's a complete martial art, I outlined who I am and what I think's important. Right. I mean, that was the first thing I did because sure. it's like, you know, I'm in control. Because if that wasn't the case, you know, if I was in, you know, a war-torn country right. or something, Uganda, right. I would add room clearing. I would add more small unit tactics. I would add, you know, like things, small unit tactics, for example, for me are completely unimportant. There's something I, I want to study for fun. But they're completely unimportant because it's like, nah, I'm just not going to be in that situation. You know, I don't see myself in that situation regularly. Anyways, uh, that's an aside. But um, so what the heck were we talking about? Uh, now I'm completely <laughs> – I'm also – no, I, I think what we're what, – uh, Oh, how I reconcile right, self-defense right, 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 and Aikido. Right, right. Sorry. Um, that was great because but, we all blanked. So to like, me, what, what Aikido works on is, is the connection between two people. And I would say the intent of one person and the intent of another and how those get reconciled. And that's Aikido's main point of interest as far as I see Aikido. And so that is a hugely important skill no matter how you cut it. Along with that, Aikido has built in some weapon retention, some weapon disarm. So you're getting some fundamental weapon use. Um, three weapons that cover a decent spectrum, right? So you get to cover some knife stuff, very fundamental, but some knife stuff. Some staff stuff, and honestly, Aiki Joe is pretty good for getting fundamental levers at about that length. Um, and then uh, Bokin, which you know, you're not going to learn to use a sword, but you're going to get some fundamental stuff that if you did start uh, using a sword, you'll quickly begin picking up the ideas from studying Aikido. A, a two hand mid size, right? Weapon. Two hand mid size weapon, yeah. Um, uh, so, so there's a lot of utility in there. Um, for what it is, but you know, Aikido has lots of limitations. For one, Aikido doesn't teach you much about intensive struggle. It doesn't. It's just not built into it. Um, if you're doing a lot of intensive struggle in your Aikido, your Aikido sucks, and you need to work on your Aikido more. Um, so you don't see a lot of that. Unarmed striking. Aikido has zero. There's zero unarmed mm. striking in Aikido. So you need that both defensively and offensively. You need to understand those concepts because being able to hit someone and not letting someone hit you are, are really good skills to have. Um, Aikido has a lot of situational awareness, but not a lot of particular environmental training um, and no weapon specific stuff outside of those three small classifications of weapons that we talked about. So there's lots of areas you need to work in that are not Aikido for sure. And for the self-defense, that's where I kind of smatter in the extra stuff that I think, oh, this kind of rounds you out a little more for a regular civilian person living their life. I feel like, and we kind of talked about this uh, before we started recording, 
to me, like looking at the way that we talk about and think about Aikido as a sort of uh, non-fighting system, um, it does seem complete in a way to me. In that, like, if you were good enough at the thing that we were doing, like at the uh, at a high level, and who knows if anyone ever existed at this level or will exist at this level, you could defend yourself because you would always be in. Uh, be able to put yourself in a place where the other person couldn't uh, hit you, attack you. So you wouldn't need to know about wrestling because no one's going to be close. You know what that distance is when people would want to wrestle you, and you're not in that right. that space. You right. would never be uh, in a position where uh, you know someone uh, could use a weapon on you because you would be aware of the that situation before. You know, so I think that like if Aikido was trained correctly and you could get at a super 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 high level um it could be a complete system yeah i mean well, <clears throat> go ahead. i was just gonna say you know <clears throat> i think a lot of people hear that and go okay but like how good can you really get at getting away you know what i mean like i think people downplay that ability to um to good. move and to right, right. to uh take the kind of angles that allow you to continue to move away and not be in touching distance and if you are in touching distance move you know find that timing and you know that awase and so i think like people downplay that part of it because and just assume that it's it. always going to get right. to the struggle to the like right because the they, they suck at it right um but i think what hard. i was going to say is there's something chris that you always talk about um when you're doing talking to the self-defense people new people that have no idea have never really had contact with martial arts before and it's your spectrum of conflict, and um, people can go look at look at that on our website if you're interested. Um, but I think it's a really good thing to think about because no one says having people skills is stupid. No one says um, not going somewhere dangerous is a dumb idea because we understand at each different like at those levels, you know, having social skills is a good idea to keep you from getting into conflict with people. So I feel like downplaying the stage of you know, before it's physical contact, but you, you have an awareness that someone is attacking you or beginning to attack you. Um, downplaying the skills that allow you to stay out of, you know, grappling area or striking area, like, is ridiculous because that there's there's a level of skill at that as well. So I think, like, there's it takes a different skill at each level, and uh, to downplay any of those skills on any part of that spectrum is, right. is silly. Right, and, and what she's outlining and uh, saying it nicely, um, but if you haven't looked at it all, you know, like, conflict doesn't just happen out of nowhere. It's not just like, uh, for no reason, someone just flips out and hits you. Um, there is some reason that person flipped out and hits you. Even if there's a, it's an insane person, they had to uh, walk insanely down the street, uh, get close to you, and then flail their insane hand in your direction, and then make contact with you. There's a lot of stages there that you could arrest that attack. And uh, the problem is most of us just kind of expect to blindly blunder through life. And then if conflict all of a sudden happens, that we can then get out of it. And so like good Aiki starts with awareness, right? Like being aware of what's going on around you mm -hmm. and realizing, you know, like there's a sketched out person. They could potentially stra uh, stab me. Yeah, they, That person looks weird. There's something wrong with that person. And then being able to be mindful of that person to keep distance so they can't just suddenly strike you or hit you. And so understanding that that's part of Aiki and, and, you know, like when people talk about this, like Josh saying, you know, like you should be able to stay out of, uh, the way of someone hurting you. 
when people think of high level IQ right now and they think of that, I think they think that like while someone's throwing a punch, you can always get out of the way of the punch. But it starts way, right. way before right. that. Meaning, if I'm getting out of the way of the punch, I, I'm boxing. I mean, yeah. that I'm not doing Aiki. Aiki, to me anyway, I wouldn't get out of the, the how I get out of the way of the punch is never to be in distance of the punch. Right. Until the and what happens is it forces that person at some point he gets so uh, angry that he can't get in position that he makes a really stupid throw that then I can easily blend. Right. In. Right. 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 Yeah. So, so while he's off balance throwing that punch to get in there because he wants it so bad. Then uh, that's your 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 moment to do uh, the te classical techniques we see in Aikido, but but you shouldn't look at it like that. That I'm waiting for that moment to happen because you're not. You're trying to stay out of range so he could never throw the punch. If he got frustrated and never threw the punch, that would be fantastic. If uh, before that even you had positioned yourself in a way that he doesn't want to come towards you, even more fantastic. And before that, if you notice that there's a flipped out guy who might hit you and you stay well away from him, that he never even knows you were there, even better, right? And that's all good Aiki. And so that like understanding their intent and your intent and how they fit together, that is a really, really useful skill. And I think so, you know, to me, um, while there are some things you don't un that Aikido doesn't give you, um, and like you know, I I don't personally think you need. I I feel like Aikido is a pretty pretty complete system, or at least as complete as any other system that I've seen. If you're looking at it in that context, you know, if you're right. looking at the context of just like I don't want to get hit, you know, I don't want to get in in an altercation where they're within that distance and understanding those things. I think Aikido is great for it. And I would also like to point out, you know, if you don't want to hurt someone, that's also yeah. what you're looking at. You know, when people are like, uh, I say Aikido because it's a martial art not to hurt someone, then you're looking at never getting in physical conflict with them because hitting them, twisting their wrist, throwing them, any of these things that you might do uh, of, as part of what you're thinking a martial arts system is, those things will hurt them, right, on one level or another. And, and hurt could be as simple as, oh, well, I just bruised his eye, but maybe he falls down and hits his head on the back of a chair and dies. So, like, being able to not have to make contact with another human being who's trying to attack me is the right, safest right. thing for him and me, that Pretty person awesome. and me. Awesome. I think people downplay that so much <clears throat> because, like, I think one of the things that people argue about, you know, so there's the line that Aikido is, like, a pacifist martial art or that you can't hurt people with Aikido and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's the peaceful martial art. All these kind of sayings with slightly different connotations, but I think the truth of it is you know, we've all seen, you know, a pretty hard Nikyo. I mean, that could hurt somebody, you know, sure. or, uh, yeah, you know. hurt me for two years once. <laughs> right. right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, clearly you can, people can get hurt with the techniques of Aikido. But I think people are always looking at the techniques as the Aikido, and that's the beginning and end of it. And to me, the, 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 tr the true, like, peaceful part of Aikido isn't the techniques, it's the not having to get to the techniques, right. all the stuff that comes before the techniques right. that would allow me to never have to do them. Right, right. And that's what's really cool about it is to do Aikido. You don't have to do Aikido techniques. I mean, techniques as we're saying, Ikkyo, Nikkyo, Sankyo, all the, you know, all the Nagewaza. Like, you know, that's I think what most people see as Aikido, but there's so many other skills that we're learning in Aikido or that I hope that we would learn in Aikido you know, at least we're working on those things in our school, is th that's the part of it that to me is the, the peaceful not having to hurt anybody part. You know, moving right. out of the way doesn't hurt anybody. Right. You know, right. Right. <laughs> moving my feet, you know, um, moving 
well with the person attacking me never requires me to have to even touch them. So, I mean, you know, realizing, if they trip and fall, that's the only way they're going to get hurt. <laughs> realizing there's a problem and verbally de-escalating that problem before it even becomes physical. You know, right. there's lots yeah, yeah, and lots yeah, yeah. of ways mm -hmm. to blend the awase, the, the blending my intent and their intent. It can be done totally non-physically and totally non-violently also, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I know that's not as sexy, and, and it's really hard to demo. You know, it's hard to demo mindfulness. See, right. So, the, um, and that's a big problem, I think, with Aikido. It's like, um, because you, to show this thing, it would look stupid. Right. I mean, it would just look like one guy, it would look like a game of fucking tag with right. adults, right? Right, right? Which, by right. the way, I've seen, and it's awesome. I personally think it's awesome, right? Um, but other people, they're like, well, he's, he's just run, running away. Well, yeah. I mean, I think so. When, in order to make it, yeah. In order to make it look, uh, give something, people something to look at. The the demo has to be the high falls. It has to be the because otherwise people aren't. They're not going to want to do that. They're you know. So I think that's part of what of the problem we have with Aikido is like the the things that we're demoing um, aren't necessarily the things we should be focusing on. Right. But because we have to put them in the, the demo, yeah, we're focusing on them. Right. That's exactly right. Well, and, and part, I mean, we've talked about this in the how do you describe Aikido thing. Part of the reason that it's so difficult is, I mean, I know in my opinion, now thinking about it and trying to describe it to people that I know, it's like, it's kind of a whole different worldview. And I'm not trying to say that to be like, oh, we're so cool or this is some hippie shit, like it really is a different way of looking at conflict and dealing with someone who's attacking you. And I think, like, every time I think about this in trying to des describe it to even other Aikido people, the way that we're seeing it is, like, it takes kind of a little bit of a world shift, you know, because it, it blows people's minds, and I mean, rightfully so, because there's all these different messages that we hear in media and in our society about conflict. Um, you don't have to hit someone back in order to protect yourself. Right. You don't rabbit. have to this get... This is the rabbit. I was like, right. I wanted to get to the rabbit, yes. <laughs> the rabbit conversation. So there's like... something that Chris and I were talking about <laughs> earlier, and I, I felt like it was a really great metaphor for describing the Aikido mentality so that people can get what it is that we're learning, what it is, what the concepts that we're learning are, um, a different way of looking at, at conflict. Yeah, go well, so <laughs> all that was to set up. It's so, all you, Chris. You go. <laughs> uh, so you know, there's there's rabbits out running around in the wild, and they're just doing their their rabbit thing, you know, eating stuff and hanging yeah. out, being rabbits. And there are wolves that want to eat the rabbits. When a wolf attacks a rabbit, they're not always a hundred percent successful, right? And in fact, sometimes wolves starve because they can't get enough rabbits to eat, right? Like so, so rabbits. I don't know what the 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 success the failure scale, rate yeah. is, um, but rabbits do pretty well. They do pretty well because we know that their populations can often just explode. Uh, they manage to procreate and do all kinds of things and live enough of a productive life that they can stay ahead of the wolf population, meaning that wolves don't just annihilate rabbits, right? So um, it's important to understand that a rabbit never attacks a wolf back when a wolf tries to eat a rabbit. And if they did, all rabbits would quickly be eaten. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so rabbits don't have claws. They're not very big. They don't have a lot of things they don't have going for them that wolves have going for them. But rabbits somehow still have a skill set that allows them to avoid the wolf and to keep the wolf from eating them. And when you, you don't want to become a big yoked out dude who wants to go kill people and beat people up all the time, 
then you should look at yourself more like the mm-hmm. rabbit yeah, yeah. And, and and don't think that rabbits have to you know learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu or something right like so rabbits just can be rabbits and they can develop the skill set of rabbits which is paying attention to if there are any wolves around and not going places where there are wolves and if there are wolves staying so the wolf can't see you and if the wolf sees you positioning yourself so the wolf cannot quickly bite you and then if the wolf chases you leading the wolf away into a favorable uh, maneuver maneuvering pattern for you and an unfavorable pattern for the wolf right meaning cutting tighter angles doing all kinds of things the wolf has a harder time doing so um this is the skill set of the rabbit right the 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 rabbit's skill set is not to attack the wolf rabbits don't attack wolves if they do they die um and so you shouldn't go like you know like i'm not going to spend my life uh training like a rabbit and thinking i'm a wolf Right? right, so right. a lot of people are like, oh, "I want to go into Aikido Dojo because basically I'm a pretty cool person and I don't want to have really hard right, situations right. and struggle and wrestle and do all these things." I don't want to do that. And so, if you don't want to do that, you're training more like a rabbit, or you should be training more like a rabbit. And so, don't think that the rabbit skills are eventually going to turn you into a wolf because they never are. They're just going to make you a better rabbit. Right? And nothing wrong with rabbits; they have a lot of sex. There you go. Great, great lives, right? Rabbits are great lives. Yeah. Until <laughs> they get eaten. By yeah. <laughs> and the truth is, if you want to be a wolf. Then Aikido is not the place right, to right. teach you how to be a wolf. That's right. It you is right. not your complete system. That's right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and that's cool. You know, like uh, I have more wolf-like tendencies, and so I went to wolf-like <laughs> places and trained with wolves, and and that's a good thing too. That's cool. And I don't want to discourage <laughs> anyone from doing that. Josh and I are looking at each other. We're rabbits. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're rabbits. Yeah. But but like, like some you know, other real, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Probably like a, a marsupial yeah, of some, some sort. Yeah. But realize what you want to do, you know, and, and don't don't think that you're becoming some super tough dude by not doing tough dude things, you know, and don't try and like make it look more like it by, by oh, we do a little ground grappling in Aikido. So now we're we're wolves, you know, you're still not right. right? You, right. you need to go to those places and do those things. Yeah. You know, uh, a rabbit uh, can probably uh, kick kick a wolf when it gets attacked. It probably lashes out a little bit, you know, if it uh, whatever. But it's never gonna be able Might to. Last long. It's never gonna be able to compete on the wolf's level. Put a, put a wolf in a mm-hmm. and a, and a yeah. rabbit in a cage, and you yeah. know it's it's a different thing. The, the wolf's gonna eat the rabbit every time. And I mean, to me, this goes back to this is the core of self, true self defense. Right. True, true self defense is something that anybody should be able to do. You know, you should be able to teach self defense to people of all sizes, of all ages. Right. Um, well, and also you have to think levels. like uh, a wolf and a bear. Right, right. The wolf doesn't do wolf shit. To I mean, you know, to a bear. Yeah, like wolves don't hunt bears. <laughs> and, well, and, maybe they do in packs. And there's a numbers. That's another. <laughs> but right. So and I mean, it just and it goes up like that, right? right. Like. Yeah, it goes up the. Tr- <laughs> I mean, that's an important bears thing. Bears don't hunt people. Important thing to understand too about MMA is like you know in MMA you might be really skilled, but you're always fighting in your weight class, you know. And and there's been non weight class matches through history, but we know from that that a lot of times the bigger person tends to win. Um, and even when they don't win, the smaller person takes a really terrible beating, you know? So, like, Sakuraba, a really famous Japanese uh, fighter in early pride, uh, amazing fighter who could fight people way bigger than him, a badass, you know? He got beat a lot just because they're so much bigger than him. You know, his body couldn't afford as much damage. It took a lot of damage, you know? And so um, uh, there's there's a difference. Uh, when, you're, when you're going head-to-head, your body is the tool. It's the shield and the sword and the whole thing all built into one. And that's taking that damage, you know? Mm-hmm. So bringing this all back around, have we come to a conclusion as to – I personally think that Aikido is as close to a uh, complete system as 
and I don't know about as anything, every, but as the things that I can see. Where mm-hmm. where do we, Chris? I know you probably don't because you have a a different sort of uh, idea of what self defense means for you. Uh, it might not be as complete uh, a system. I mean, it, it really just depends. Like I could see how saying Aikido is a complete system makes sense in the sense that like. For self-defense, I'm just going to defend myself, meaning I'm just going to get away from trouble. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be around it. I'm going to take defensive actions, no offensive actions. It's it's pretty complete. Like, it's a really good way to look at things. And I don't see anything else that's really doing what Aikido is doing. Um, but, you know, sometimes people sneak up on you and choke your ass. Sometimes you fall down and people jump on top of you. Sometimes, you know, like, you know, things happen. Like, I totally know I'm not infallible. And I personally want to have redundancies i like redundancies and so um i wouldn't say that aikido is a complete martial so art. and it's also good. well it sounds to me like also uh do, you don't believe there is a complete si- i mean i don't think there's yeah. a complete system i mean you could spend your life studying you know and i believe there's you know so there's uh, classically like 17 skills a samurai was expected to know you know like riding a horse uh, using a sword using a yada using you know all these different tools and these different things uh swimming in armor i don't know all this stuff um and that was kind of like a, a, a Japanese, that era kind of thing. All the things a soldier could know, you know, should know. And different, you know, branches of the military kind of have the same thing in basic training, right? Yeah. So, like, they're giving you these these skill sets, like, how hey, you've got to know these things. You've right. got, these are the basics. And then on that, you can kind of become a specialized person. So, if you're willing to set some standards, sure, there is a complete martial art. And that's why I said you. with boxing, right? Yeah. Like, you know, boxing is a complete martial art in the realm of the sport of boxing. Right. It's totally complete. You're going to learn that in a boxing gym and then be able to go use that. Um, those standards aren't for everything. So if you want to talk about the universe, no, there's no the complete u- martial art. The universe, yeah. right. I mean, but, you know, like everything that can happen. Attack. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, and I'm always personally polishing skills and training new skills and learning new things. Yeah. And I mean, that can, you know, like I've spent months just working on like computer stuff, like, because it's like, oh, that's a useful skill. Like right, you know, right, what, right. these things go down or right, what if someone's right. chasing me or, you know, all kinds of stuff. Like, what do I need to do? And that's, I mean, very far from martial arts, but in my head, it's like, that's martial arts right, stuff. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think what you're talking about is self-sufficiency. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Figuring out yeah. how to be self-reliant completely right. in all things i mean that to me i mean that's the true self-defense is being able to rely completely on yourself right um you know because what are you defending yourself from uh if it's hunger and you're in the woods then self-defense is figuring out how to find food right if you're uh, freezing it's getting right. shelter right. it's you know yeah right or if self if uh you know you're being threatened by you know mental health problems and self-defense is going to therapy and figuring mm. out how to take care of right. yourself mentally 100 percent right you know so like you know self-defense can mean a lot of different things complete i mean complete for what you know right yeah, complete for i what? think that's 100 percent. and and you know you set up what it is that you are looking for and then you can say is this a complete system or not and uh, yeah, yeah and i think i mean earlier when you were saying you know, these are the things that I want for my civilian lifestyle. You know, I want to be able to defend myself in a car and in an alleyway. And, you know, you kind of listed off a couple different ideas for things. I mean, that's just the thing is you have to have an understanding of what in my life do I feel like might happen to me realistically. Right. You know, what are the environments that I am generally in? I might um, just have to beat dudes up at a bar. Right. Know? I mean, if that's what and it if is. And if that's 
concerned you. I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, like, oh, what's what? What do you think the best martial art? If you're just gonna study one martial art, what's the best martial art? You know, and I I often say pre twenty five or post twenty five mm -hmm. because pre twenty five I would say MMA. Right, freaking right. A, and the reason why is because like twenty five years old is what you mean, right? Yeah, twenty five years old. Yeah, yeah. Because twenty, yeah, yeah. Not I was 19, like nineteen twenty five. Yeah. I was no. like, there's a history lesson. So, this is gonna be awesome. The person <laughs> wanting the martial art are they are they before twenty five years <laughs> of age or right, after okay. twenty five years? Because before twenty five years of age, most people <laughs> are like trying to like prove they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, you I was learn, definitely yeah. doing that. Where yeah. it's like you know, like yeah, you say shit to me, I'm gonna teach you why you right, shouldn't right, say that to me, and like I'm gonna be able to defend this girl, and I'm gonna be able to you know do all this stuff. And that's MMA is great for that. It makes you physically strong, gives you a lot of endurance, does kind of cool stuff, and it's perfect for the situation where you're going to be dueling some yeah, dude yeah, over yeah. who's sweeter. Yeah, yeah. You know, like who's got more ego, who's awesomer, who's got more bravado, whatever. That's cool. After that, you're you're probably starting to look at settling down and taking care of a family, yeah. and you don't want that shit as much, right. right? So what you want to do is be able to defend yourself successfully with weapons and uh, and de-escalate situations. You know, so so honestly, like you know. Picking one martial art, maybe something like Krav Maga is a better martial art. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm hesitant often to tout Krav Maga. But if I was just going to pick, it's got yeah. a lot of great right. stuff. It's got a lot um, of stuff. Right. It's uh, got a lot of stuff. Post 25 kind of person. Right. And pre 25 MMA is a really good choice. You know, it's a really good school where, where people are sportively competing a lot. There you go. Look at that. We got a recommendation out of this <laughs> as well for people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it goes back to context is everything. I don't know. One thing that kind of frustrated me, I saw on the internet, someone was like, well, you know, if you have to qualify whether, because we were talking last week about practicality, how practical is IQ, um, one person was like, responded, if you have to qualify your answer, then no, it's not hmm. practical. And to me, I just, I thought that was the most. But no one ever qualifies that's anything the thing. else. That's like, the thing. <laughs> I mean, that's, but, that's the problem. No one ever qualifies, like you have to qualify everything. I mean, that's my. No one ever does. That's the thing is I think it's an asinine, a really ridiculous response because it's like, um, I think everything has qualifications. Right. Of course. If there right. was the it, one ring of anything. If you're not thinking of the qualifications, then you're not really thinking about how you want to take yes. care of yourself. Right. Yes. Yes. And I mean, that's the thing is you, you think more about anything and there's a ton more questions you have to ask. Any, any field of study whatsoever, broad statements like that are, you know, you have to define what these words mean to you. What do they mean in your field of study? What is it that you're asking them about? You know, right. all these different questions. So I feel like everything comes with qualifications. Nothing is black and white. And to think that something is black and white, I mean, that's a very kind of childlike, idealistic way to view the world. And I mean, the more that I grow up and learn about the world, the the, the more that I realize that there's a lot of gray like in that. it. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of gray area yeah. everywhere, you know. Um, so it's just to to not qualify things is silly to me. It's silly, yeah. Well, to not qualify things and then act as if the some uh, when other people qualify things that some kind of pro. It's like really. Um, yeah. Come on. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, I think that's just having a really gross understanding of a fight. A fight right. is this. Right. Two dudes uh, boxing. Uh, okay, now can we grasp on the ground? Okay, I guess that's in a fight. Okay, now could one of them have a knife? Oh, could one of them have three friends? Oh, could it be in the house in the dark? Ah, you know what I mean? Like, we're, when we start adding these complications, it's like, oh, I don't know if these skills are as important as other skills, you know? Like, uh, you know, if you want to talk about home defense, uh, firearms training is super important for home defense. 
um, being able to shoot close quarters in the dark, on the draw, all kinds of things are really important skills. Um, those are maybe totally useless in a bar. Well, they are totally useless in a bar fight with sane people. <laughs> totally useless, right? right, right, right. Um, those bar fighting skills are not as good when I have to defend my baby against three invaders, right? right, right. Different, different skills. For sure. All right. I think we actually did answer the question whether or not um, we answered the way we answer every freaking question whether, on this thing, whether, which is well, yes and no. Whether other people will figure it out or not, somewhere like maybe five minutes back, the question was answered. If you can find it, um, there you go. Yeah. All right. Anything? Yes and no. That's always. That's the gray. That's, that's it. Yeah, and that's it's always the way it is. Welcome to life. If people are being honest and thoughtful, that's probably always the answer you're going to get, and and just realizing like. How do you want to stack it? What's important to you? What are your values, and how should you look at the problem? I'm still going to say complete martial arts. Okay, that's sounds great I'm, to me. That's, that's those are your values. I love Put it. Put your flag on it, man. Right. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, is there anything else before we wrap up and do our little spiels for everyone? I know. I'm, I'm super enjoying these podcasts, I tell you. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to hear people say more things back to us. You know, okay. like just like, you know, like I like yeah. these or these episodes. Or those I episodes or... would appreciate if if, if people have uh, podcasts, that, stuff they would like us to talk about. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Because I'm sure, you know, there's people out there that, that we spark some sort of interest. Uh, why don't you talk? Why, why don't they ever talk about blank? Right. Tell us, and then maybe we will talk about right, it. Right, right. Yeah. And, Absolutely. you know, I, I want to be super topical because I think that's fun. But at the same time, it's like the only topic anyone's talking about right now is does it work as Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Does it work <laughs> does as boxing? I mean, and so it's like, oh, how many episodes could we make on that? You know, like, yeah. so uh, so I don't know. Any good suggestions that people want to hear yeah. what we're all about? We did receive a really awesome compliment. I don't know where it was. I think it was on Facebook where someone said uh, that they appreciate – oh, it was on Reddit – um, they appreciate uh, an Aikido podcast by Aikidoka for Aikidoka, and and I thought that was a super nice compliment. So thanks to I w- I'm sorry, I wish I knew your name, whoever said that, but uh, I really appreciate that. That was a very nice compliment because that's what this is. We're Aikido practitioners. We right. love and hate Aikido just like you. You know, like <laughs> we have the same problems and frustrations with it just like you. Uh, and we're still attached to it because we really like it and love it and enjoy doing it. So like that's what this is. That is for Aikido people by Aikido people. And uh, this is, you know, for people who are sitting on their uh, computer and or at home with their friends talking about Aikido, like that, that's how this all started, right. you know. Yeah. We, yeah. Do, we just do this all the time anyway, so. Yeah. Um, and if you like it, you should maybe think about giving a few dollars to our Patreon page so we can get some. <laughs> I'm right. I'm doing. I'm going right there <laughs> for, it. So for it. I love for it. So that we can get some better equipment. I know there's been some. Um, <laughs> Uh, some criticism about the the sound quality, so we're we are a we are working on that uh, in post. We'll fix it in post if we can. Um, but it would be nice to get uh, you know some new equipment and really be able to kind of. I was our, pleased how well game. the Denny's episode sounded. Uh, I thought it was going to yeah. sound like pure shit, and it, it sounded okay. Yeah. Um, and then of course, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe uh, so you can have the podcast uh, as soon as it comes out. And then uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend, right? Oh, yeah. Le- leave a comment. Tell a friend. Uh, leave a review. All of those things really help us. So. Yeah. Um, and if you uh, want to know more about us uh, or what we're, oh, yeah. what our dojo's doing, yeah. um, you can follow Aikido Fresno on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, Twitter and, and on the World Wide Web. On the World Wide Web, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, check out uh, Chris's website, Aikido Student. Um, he just wrote a really good article that we helped edit 
So it's about uh, traditional jiu-jitsu, modern jiu-jitsu, and Aikido, and, and what makes them different and what makes them the same. Also, shout out to Tim Cartmel. Thank you. He gave me a read on that, and uh, he had some very useful advice, so I appreciate that. Thanks, Tim. All right, that's it. We're done. <laughs> all right, that is all. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.